You are now tuned in to the Wrestling Purists. Hello, welcome back to another retro review from the Wrestling Purists. My name is Ryan. This is Jeff. And today we are diving into something I don't think we've ever really talked about. That's TNA. Uh, we're looking at Turning Point 2009 today, taking place from the infamous Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. Um, were you a big TNA guy, Jeff? I actually was not a big TNA guy. I just kind of saw it as, I don't want to say it, you know, well, I guess I'm going to say it, uh, not bootleg wrestling because it, 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 it was, it's legit wrestling. I don't know. I just, I guess I kind of was old school and a different, not a different age, but I don't know. I guess I was even, even back then more hardcore of a purist where I was like TNA, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, this, this is, um, this is the first uh, TNA card since the announcement that uh, we would be getting Hulk Hogan as a member of TNA. Um, this would be um, kind of the one that 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 people's eyes would go to. Um, now that Hulk Hogan has come out, he said he's investing in TNA. Uh, th- this is, you know, and he won't be on until the January fourth episode, which is kind of infamous at this point. Um, that that's that's the first head to head that they would. Or the first head-to-head on Monday night that they would do, um, but I'll be honest with you, I was a, I was kind of fifty-fifty. I was a, I was a TNA and a WWE guy. I, I liked TNA, especially the X division, uh, considering uh, you just had in WWE kind of throughout the mid to late 2000s, kind of the cruiserweight and the light heavyweight divisions kind of, you know, fizzle out and take a back seat. But then you flip over to the alternative and, and, you know, you've got, you know, high wire acts and, you know, all kinds of different things. But um, I I was a huge CNA guy. I was a huge AJ Styles guy. Um, And he's the champion coming into this. Um, And he will main event, but we'll get to that when get to it um but we will start off um as you all know we we announced it on the last retro review uh, we are opening with uh the x division championship match that is amazing red with don west uh taking on homicide um jeff i'll get your take on this first um, I'm actually not a huge homicide fan, shocker there, but I thought this match was really good for the opening match. It kind of had a little bit of everything. I, I do like a good heel. Um, I, I do love good heel work, and homicide was giving that to me. Um, and a lot of old school stuff, old school heel tactics. When he does a point where he, you know, sits back and kind of puts his his ankle on his on his throat and he's doing his thing here and he's talking to the ref. He's like, "What? What's going on?" Um, that was good stuff. Uh, the crowd was hot for this. Mm-hmm. You can tell wrestling, it's an older wrestling show because he does the Canadian Destroyer and everybody pops. You know, it's not just a, 
it's not, it's not like a super kick and it's just a segue move, you know? So, uh, I did enjoy this a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's funny. And, and, and we always, and we always, you know, talk about going back to watch these old shows and the difference between wrestling here and wrestling now. And I think you're spot on. It's that the Canadian destroyer, um, is now, is now a transition move or it's, uh, or it's kind of like a rest move, kind of, kind of like a hurricane Rana, um, and it's the same with like a super kick. And then you look at it here and it's, and it's, and it could be a finisher, you know, and um, spot on the, the crowd is red hot for this. Um, not super clean. Uh, that's my, that's my one knock on this from start to finish is that, um, is that it, is that it looks like you just, there were there were some spots that really just didn't click and they just kind of missed out on it. Um, but it could be herky jerky at times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it, this is a good opening match. Um, I I kind of wanted Homicide to just kind of ghetto for Don Don West at one point. Um, it, it it it's a lot to deal with. Um, if this is your first time watching TNA and you're listening Ringo to Killer. West, uh, Lamb. Uh, and, and I'm a huge Mike, I, I'm a huge Mike Tanay guy too. Um, he did great, he did great stuff in WCW. Um, he, he's even good um, with, with Don West and TNA. Uh, but Don West right here where he's like the heel, um, I don't know if you remember when he when Don West turned heel. It was like they were transitioning on just a random episode of Impact. And they were just like running down like what else was coming on the show. And he just and he just grabs a mic out of nowhere. He's like, yo, I'm sick and tired of this. You know, you know, you know, you're always Oh yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, so so was that was that what no, I mean I'm getting caught. Was that a real shoot? No. Or, or, or may, maybe that's not the one. I, is, is that the one I'm thinking about? There's one of them where you just start shooting, like you know, like terribly when, bad. When he's when he's at the commentary table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a good one. That's yeah. Good one. Yeah. No. Um, you know, it, it, it was really good too because um, these two have been essentially the voice of. TNA for many years. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and the reason for this um, eventually was to write him off of TV because he had a new role within, within the company and it was with, you know, merchandise and, you know, sales and whatnot. Cause it's actually where he came from though, too. He was, um, he was, he was like, um, I think it was like shop at home and he would always get on there and like, Oh, yeah, I think work. he's, I think he's the merchandise weasel. That's a Jim mm-hmm. Cornette reference, but, I, but I, I'll, we'll get back with you. Um, when we have the proper information on that one. Jesus. Um, yeah. <sighs> moving forward from here. Um, you know, he would just week after week come out and just, just go off on, on, on Mike Tanay. And then, 
And then one week on Impact, I remember this really well. It was just Mike Tanay on commentary. And that was it for like the first like match or two. And then Don West come, comes out. He's like all disheveled. He's drunk. You know, and he's just, yeah. it, it's really good. Um, but no, I, I didn't, back to the actual match though. I enjoyed this. Uh, like, you know, we both agree it's a good opening match. Um, if, if I'll be at a little clunky at times, um, but I, but I think it's a good, uh, foreshadowing for what we would get, uh, better done as we go throughout, throughout the night. On to our, damn it. On our next matchup, it is um, essentially a winner-take-all match for all the women's titles. Uh, We have the Women's Knockout Championship and then the Knockouts Tag Team Championship. Um, It is the beautiful people uh, being represented by Velvet Sky, Madison Rain, and Lacey Von Erich uh, taking on. I forgot. I forgot she had a cup of tea here. Oh, maybe maybe it was a cup of tea just in my mind, but but I I, I forgot she was it's using TNA. I, w- I wish I could forget. Um, uh, but they are taking on ODB, who is the current Knockouts champion, and then the team of Sarita and Taylor Wilde, who are your current Knockouts tag team champions. Um. Yeah. Go ahead, because I've I've got a um, I've got a little bit to say about this one. Uh, no shocker here. I am not a fan of this one. Um, it just I don't want to disrespect and say like, oh, it's two thousands women's wrestling, but it's two thousands women's wrestling, and it's not. Yeah, you, you, you know, at least WWF had talent yes they were doing hokey bs as well and lingerie this and brawn penny that and i get that but i mean at least those girls were talented these girls in this match and again i'm not i guess i'm using a blanket statement but nothing i wanted to see it was uh, there wasn't really any wrestling like yes there was wrestling but it looked like choreographed um, I don't, moves. I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, there was a sign in the crowd that um, said "Lacey Von Botch," and I thought to myself, "That's a perfect <laughs> like sign to have during this match." Um, I think that. Character-wise, um, everybody does their job. Mm-hmm. I think wrestling-wise, it really missed the mark. Um, it, it's it's just very to to your point. It's very um, it's very old school women women's wrestling, and where we are now, we're in late two thousands. You know, we kind of went through a small transitional period in women's wrestling where we were brought in brawn panty matches to like more of the technical side where we would get um, 
where we would you know, have the Mickey James, we saw Tristratus, Lita. Um, you can even talk about Vic, uh, you can even throw Victoria in there. Um, oh, not yeah. go on and on. Um, but you know, we we would go through that period, and then now we're back into this period of you know, we have talent, and the talent is there, uh, you know, but. I think just the way that this match was kind of, I don't want to say choreographed, but I think the way this match was produced no. was really poorly done. No, but I mean, that's, that's what it looked like. And that's what I'm saying. It, it's, we, we talked about this last week where it was a complete opposite, where I was a little higher last week than you were, but yeah. it, was, it was in the sense of you could see, you know, all those girls, six girls, trying to have the best match that they could within the time frame that they were allotted. Was it rough and kind of botchy? Yeah, but if everybody was trying to get their, you know, what in mm-hmm. and make it look good and have a good match. And this was the complete opposite. This was like, they actually have time. And, you know, and again, like, I don't, we don't know. We're schmucks. Uh, yeah, I'm not here to say that, like, they, they weren't like, oh, well, you guys have to do this. They, they could have told them that for all we know. We don't know. But it just wasn't executed and it didn't look, it didn't look, you know, me kind it didn't look right on television and it didn't look right. Yeah. And I, Lazy Von Eric is awful. I think she's yeah, a disgrace to the Von Eric name. I think they should have changed her name because with that, with that name comes a lot of, Comes comes a lot of history. It comes with the Von Eric legacy, and then look if you're going to be a side piece and you're just not there yet, change change your last name. Like, or if if she's not ready, then she's not ready. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but if she's just terrible, then that that's on everybody else, I guess. Get her out of here. Um, ODB uh, pins Madison Rain to get the win. Um, her so stuff was fine. Oh yeah, I yeah. yeah. ODB I don't mind at all because again she's in there trying to make everything happen and make it look legit, which which she did. It's everybody else I have a problem with, but go ahead. Sorry, I mean to yeah. keep cutting you off. Yeah, no, 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 you're fine. Um, like I said, and to your point, uh, ODB good. Um, I would even say Velvet. I would even say Velvet Sky, to a certain extent, is probably, um, you know, char- character-wise, right there with her. But oh. everybody else. Yeah, I mean, you, you want to not not. I don't mean this as in like men, but you want to punch her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She has that. She has that heel. You know, a woman would want to punch her. Uh, backstage, uh, we had Jeremy Borash. He is with Nigel McGinnis, but now he's in TNA, so it's Desmond Wolf. Um, he says he's been watching, studying Kurt Angle for years, uh, but Kurt Angle knows nothing about it. Um, but he said he's out to end Kurt Angle's career. He's going to focus on the neck. Um, and I am all in for this match. Uh, the build- yeah. Uh, this is a this is a dream match. Yeah, um, we're Ring of Honor guys here, and I love me some Nigel. I mean, he does look like he's best friends with Morpheus and about to enter the Matrix in this. 
yeah. with those glasses, but which is great. I'm not knocking him for that either. But yeah, yeah, give me this. Give it to me twice on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Uh, moving on to the uh, triple threat for the TNA World Tag Team Championships. We have the British Invasion. That would be Doug Williams and Brutus Magnus, now also known as Nick Aldis, uh, defending against the Motor City Machine Guns and Bear. Uh, yes, money. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry, sorry. I was flying on the seat of my pants. I was like, he's gonna get it. Like, yeah, beer money. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Uh, beer money's cool. Fantastic. Yes. Uh, all three of these yeah. teams are absolutely gold. Uh, um, I forgot. I mean, I didn't forget, but Magnus, I know, but just going back and looking at him here and looking at him now. Um, it's good. It's good for wrestling, and it just goes to show you that like everybody can't hit a home run their first try. Everybody just can't can't be, um, you know, their character. Like they need room to grow. Um, people like to bag on my guy Jay White, but like Jay White, in instance, like you know, his first the first iteration of Jay White isn't what it was always going to be. This first iteration of of Magnus obviously wasn't you know what you see before you today. Um, so again, like we've talked about on the show too, with tag teams from uh, NGW, you know, give people a chance to, you know, hit their stride and get into their own. Yeah, and um, to your point about JJ White, um, Jay White and Ring of Honor versus JJ White now, night, night, night and day. And oh, yeah. I, I agree. You got to give people time to season. And give them time to build, but you but you know you just look at that one person or that or that one talent and you're like, no, just never, not gonna happen. Um, that's how I feel about NXT 2.0 right now. Like you just look at them and it's like it's like who out of the sea of you know Tony D'Angelo's uh, can we you know make 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 a star? Yeah, nobody. It's it, sorry to go on a tangent, but. It's almost it's almost like they like if I were to show you NXT from like pre being on television or not even or like pre I don't know you get what I'm saying you know pre whatever you you would think it was ten years ago compared to what they're doing now you know or five or six or eight well I guess technically maybe it may be but. You get what I'm saying, right, Cod? You know yep. what I mean? Like, if, if you just looked at it, you know, good old-fashioned yellow and black NXT, mm-hmm. full sale. If you looked at that and you look at their stuff now, you would think, like, oh, is this from years and years and years ago? No, it's, it's you know, a couple months. Um, yeah. Um, but back to this match. It's a good match. Um, I would say it's an above-average tag match. Um, I think what TNA's problem was during this time as well is that um, they had a lot of talent and they didn't know what to do with it. Um, Because you'll see, and even if you watch shows um, leading up to this, where they had so much talent and you have three-man, four-man, five-man matches and at some point it would just break down and just turn into chaos. Um, I mean, that's, 
that's where AEW is right now. Not that it's like chaos, chaos, yeah. but I mean, you know, in the instance of you have so much talent, even more than NXT, I mean, even more than than um, TNA has. And, you know, what do you do? Oh, you, you end up having a bunch of people on the apron and schmazes to the high heavens, you know? Yeah. Um, so to that point, I would like more like traditional tag matches. Um, but of course, that's the purest of us. Um, I think my biggest issue with this is, you know, is the finish. And it's, we get, we get Eric Young come out. He belts shots, uh, uh, James Storm. Uh, then Kevin Nash comes out and he belts shot Storm. So then British Invasion hit a, hit a heart attack on Bobby Roode. They get the win. They retain. Um, and, and the guns just kind of disappear towards the end of the match to make room for the finish. And it's like... Well, because imagine, you know, Kevin Nash is in some type of deal where he's involved in pulling strings and whatever. Shocker, shocker there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and don't, and don't forget, you know, Hulk is right around the corner. So, um, don't forget it, brother. Yeah. Um, but no, I think this match had a lot of potential. Cause like I said, there's talent in this match. Um, just never really, got off board, you know, got on board with everything. And then, like I said, the finish really just rubbed me the wrong way. Um, other, other than that, it was fine. Yeah, um, I'm with you. It was, it, the match was actually, the match in wrestling was really good. It was the tomfoolery and some of the shenanigans toward the end. Yeah, yeah, like we didn't need all that when you have all this talent in the ring. You know, yeah. just invest in the talent that you have. Working, working their butts off. To be, to be honest, to be fair to them. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot. There was a lot of good tag team work in this match, and then we get the we get this stupid finish. Mm-hmm. Yep, so, um, but yeah, it, it kind of just broke down and left me with a bad t- taste in my mouth. Um. But then he's backstage and he's acting like a jerk and um, he says it's, he says it's about Hogan, you know. Um, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk. Hey, you you know what? In 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 hindsight, um, I mean, even now you see the Saudi shows. And you see the Hulk Hogan Hulk Hogan comes out and being the you know person that he is, he still generates a pop. So I can't really fully blame TNA for going out to try and get um well a few no, more I, No, I'm with you, especially here. I mean the the bloom isn't off the rose with Hogan. He's still I mean, hell, he's still hard now, but um, 
Yeah. I mean, again, you're not you're not wrong for bringing in Hogan, but just know what's good. What, what what that's going to come with, you know, the baggage and, and not baggage, but the rules and regulations, brother. Uh, what's going to go on with that? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, can't blame him for that. Up next on our card, it is a six sides of steel cage match. Um, not on line, it's just a cage match, and it's Terror versus yeah. Awesome Kong. Uh, Jeff, go ahead. With Venom, with with Venom. Oh yeah, with Venom. With Ven- Venom, that's the Slider's name, right? Or make it. Where was it? Was it? It's Venom, right? I believe. Uh, right. Poison. No, poison. Yeah, poison. I, th- I think it's poison. It's poison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, go ahead, though. I'll I'll let you. Uh, I love Tara. I think she's really good. Um, I didn't like this match at all. Um. It wasn't necessarily a bad match. I just thought that their two styles didn't clash, and Awesome Kong is still being billed as I mean, well, what she should, you know, she's being billed as you know your big bad, you know, and I just didn't kind of didn't like the finish. Tara, Tara wrestling was fine. Her character was kind of interesting, and then. In the, and, then, and then at the end, she gives this promo to, you know, that, to ODB that she's, you know, that she's going to be the next champion, but it wasn't convincing at all. It was, it was, God, it was just flat, you know, so flat. Um, I, I wasn't a fan of this. And, um, and, and then, well, the, well, I'm sorry. Oh, why are they in a cage match? For what reason? You know, like, is this a blow-off? Do they have bad blood? And, like, I mean, I know they gave, gave you a package, but it, doesn't it really... just seemed like we, we need a cage match on this card, you know? So, I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan of it, necessarily. Um, I thought it was okay, but I think the saving grace for it is, um, is the work that Tara does towards the end of this match. I think that um, the spot that she's pulling off at this point um, is great. I think it's keeping the crowd entertained. Um, but you're but you're absolutely right. Um, it, it, this one just didn't click for me. And I think, like you said, there's no point to them being in a cage other than let's have a cage match. Yeah, like again, like it wasn't bad. By no means was it like terrible, like or you know, like the tag match. But again, like why? It, there just wasn't any context to me. Kind of, I mean, yes, yes, they gave their best version of it, but uh, you know, why, why do I need to see these two wrestle? Yeah, it was missing. It was missing that. You know, like what? Wh- how am I emotionally invested into this? Uh, you know, or is there a score to settle? Is, uh-huh. is there? you know, I'm going to get you back, you know, good, dirty, blah, 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 blah. No, there wasn't any of that. It was just like, which you don't have to have all the time. Yeah. But if you're throwing a cage in there, well, then now it's like, well, for what reason? Um, I think this is an easy way for TNA to um, kind of protect awesome Kong in a way, because like you said, they have been building her up and the easy route for this would have been 
just have Tara win like via disqualification or something. Um, but I think I think the finish where you know she hits that giant just Luthes press off the top of the cage. I think I think that's a very believable finish. I think mm-hmm. even if you're building. Um, but yeah, I, there's nothing more than that. Um, and then, and, and then she goes over here. So where do you go from here? If your first little dust up is, it's going over in a cage match. Yep. Yeah. I guess their, their mindset was, well, we're going to put her over. We're going to hot shot her kind of, you know, a little bit, which is fine. If you, you know, I don't, I don't know what came, you know, what, what, what was done after her, you know, as in weeks to come, but. Yeah. Um, so we're halfway through through the card here. Um, if you like what you're watching, like what you're hearing, go to patreon.com backslash the WP. That's T-H-E-W-P. We have tiers now. Uh, go and check out the different tiers and the way that you can support us. If you'd like to, we'd greatly appreciate it. Um, also go to Twitter. Uh, we are at the WP underscore pod. That's T-H-E-W-P underscore pod we get to 100 followers and we're giving away this xavier woods funko pop from up up down down okay we We gotta get to 100 uh we we have to get to 100 though on on twitter and we'll give this away okay so go to twitter it's at the wp underscore pod you're one of the first hundred to 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 follow us on twitter and you will be eligible to win this first little giveaway there. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that's cool. It'll be signed. And when I mean signed, I mean by COD. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, it's it's funny though because because I because I picked a because I picked it up and and you know, Sarah was like, oh, it'd be really cool if he signed it, you know. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I thought about like um, my dad when I was a kid. Um, I had a I had a sting poster in my room, and it was it was a total no. dad dad thing to like sign it and be like, oh, Sting really signed this for you, and I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever, um, and I'm like, well, probably not best thing. Like, uh, you know what? Hats off to your dad. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, I love my dad. Uh, All right, working you at a young age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm and I'm getting caught in the work. Um, six man tag match up next. It is, it is Rhino and, and the Dudleys taking on Matt Morgan, Hernandez and the Pope D'Angelo De Niro. Um, I had actually kind of enjoyed this. Um, the Pope, um, ahead of his time wearing a mask. Who who knew? (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm with you. So I saw the Pope and I initially thought like, would Cod be mad if I skipped this? You know, if I just, <laughs> I just fast forward this because it's the Pope and I don't like anything he does, but I watched it and I'm with you. Um, I guess that's why you should watch wrestling. Cause this was a good match. This was a good match. Yeah. And again, I, I I, I don't mean here. We say good a lot on here, and I I don't mean like you know some five star barn burner. No, yeah. but I mean a very serviceable match. You know, sometimes a match can be some. It's it, to me, it's all about expectations. 
um, a match was, it was better than what I expected, you know, looking at the players and not that there wasn't talent in this because there was talent in this match, but, you know, I thought like, man, like this is going to be, um, cause you know, six mans can be really good or really bad. So I thought it was going to be on the other end and, and it, it was actually the latter. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think when I say good, it's uh, it, it's it's a match where I don't constantly keep looking at the clock or wonder to myself how long this has been going on for or giving an eye roll. Um, to your point, it's a very serviceable, um, passable match. Um, and I think this this exceeds that. Um, I'm also not a big Matt, Matt Morgan guy. Um, neither am I never have been I don't think I ever will um, he sells a three in this and I'm like please stop well selling is being generous um, he's I don't know what the hell he's doing he's yeah his knees hurt look come back get somebody out here it's you know it needs to be amputated yeah um, God, he's awful. He's terrible. What was his what uh what was his thing called? The what was he? He was wasn't he like Planet Matt Moore or wasn't it was it he was he was like, he, he was the blueprint. The blueprint. That's right. Yeah. God, it's such a it's such a good it's such a good gimmick too. Oh no, it is. It's just that if it was somebody else, it would have been great. Yeah. Um but yeah, a lot of good mm-hmm. back and forth here. Crowd is super hot for it. Um, super, super hot for for any time the Dudleys are in the ring. No, I mean, it goes without fair. saying. Yeah. Um, finish, though. Rhino hits a gore for the win. He wins for his team. Um, I, I was very glad that the Pope was booked as strong as he was in this match. Um, and I think, I think it's funny. Um, so the build for this match was, um, is that, is that there is, is that the older veteran team, which is, you know, the Rhino and, uh, and the Dudley boys. Um, their, their big stink right now is that they, um, is that there's a conspiracy about them to bring in the younger talent, push out the older talent. Um, and then they had, and then they cheat essentially in this match with a chair to win. I just thought that was, that was kind of comical. Um, another reason why, why, why I like the finish and I wasn't put off by it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I guess finishes are always, I guess we're always talking about finishes, fin- finishes, and we always sound like we have a better idea and we necessarily don't, mm. but I don't know, you know, like it's easy to go, easy to book, uh, book back through time and say, oh, we would have done this, this, and this, but man, sometimes it's finishes, man. They just, mm. I don't know, I guess they sound good on paper until you actually see them out there in public. Yeah. Um but uh, Matt, uh, Matt Morgan, I think he's a match or two away from being in Lex Luger territory. 
Oh, he see Matt Morgan can't come close because he just hasn't. I haven't. Lex Luger is, you know, damn near the second coming of Hulk Hogan. If you're talking about booking wise, like boy, did he owe some people some damn money. Yeah. Um, backstage, um, um, Scott Steiner, um, throwing out a, a, a very misogynistic promo. Um, no, I know, right? Shocking, right? Not Scotty Steiner. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I won't get into it. There's a lot of, uh, but it's, yeah, a, just... it's a Scott Steiner promo. It's, it's, You'll get a chuckle out of it because it's Scott Steiner trying to cut a promo. Like, yes. Um, it's worth a watch. Oh, <laughs> oh, always. Yeah, it's Scott Steiner. Um, but yeah, that leads us into this up next. It's a Falls Count Anywhere match. It is Scott Steiner taking on uh, Bobby Lashley. Um, sure is. And I remember when he got signed initially. I was like, this is a huge get. I mean, here he is, you know, he was he was just the ECW world world champion, take that for what it's worth. Um, you know, and he was on Raw and he was in major feuds all the time. Um and then right yeah, after def- that he jumps right into TNA. He was definitely a, a primetime player for real. And, you know, I'm not going to knock you for doing what you want to do because we always say go ahead and – I mean, we, we say go and go and get your money, you know. Um, so the, the big swing here for, for Lashley was that um, – is that he could still pursue his MMA career and still compete with uh, TNA. Um, and now, and that was a big swing for him in signing with TNA. Uh, I don't think he would have been able to do that with WWE. Um, no way. Yeah. No um, way. so I wasn't upset with this match. Um, and, and I think the, um, false count anywhere. Stipulates really helps here because obviously Scott Steiner's not the Matt technician he was when he was in his early days of WCW. Um, WCW. You know, and and Bobby Lashley is, um, while still kind of young in the wrestling industry, um, I mean, I mean he's a, I mean he's a collegiate wrestler, but we're talking a decade at least away from that. You know, so, you know, neither, neither one of these two in the sense of professional wrestling are great mat, mat workers. So I think I think the stipulation was really necessary for this to be even half, halfway decent. And that's kind of where, I, where, where I'm at. It was it was it was a decent showing. Um, for it being a Scott Steiner, where he at where where he is in his career at that at this point or at that point, and Bobby Lashley, and again not being rude to Bobby Lashley, but I mean he's more sizzled than steak, you know, in the ring. Um, 
by no means, you know, was it terrible. I, I think for those two with what they do and how they wrestle and the falls count anywhere kind of helped them. Um, it worked. It worked for me. Yeah. Um, I would say it lingers in that good territory that we were talking about. Um, you know, I think that the, there wasn't really like they weren't doing things that they couldn't do. You know, they were staying in their lane, their wrestling lane of let's do this, let's do that, let's do that. You know, like you didn't see Sky Steiner wasn't jumping four rows off of something. You know, Bobby Lashley again wasn't trying to moonsault. You know, you know, like they, they didn't feel like they needed to do anything that they wouldn't do. I don't want to say out of character, but you know, out of their wrestling wheelhouse they kind of stayed where they were and i think that's why that's why it was that's why it worked yeah um so i there there's a lot that happens in this match and at some point we move into the into the false count anywhere into also no holds barred because um they notice qualification because there's weapons involved. Steiner blades at one point. Um, well, I mean, it, you know, referee's discretion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, we're taking suplexes through tables. We're getting hit with wood. Um, and then we get uh, to the finish. Um, Steiner breaks off a piece of, like, scaffolding um, that um, – which which I'll give credit to Taz. Um, he says is like leftover set set pieces for like them building the stage. Um, yeah. Steiner okay. breaks off a piece of that, hits Lash in the head and gets the win. Clean. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I was surprised because I thought for sure Lashley was going over, but but I think. Uh, again, we, we just talked about bad booking and bad finishes. I think this is a good finish. As in, you just talked about there were seeds laid, you know, for, man, that's a piece of scaffolding that we used to build a set. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, damn. You know, and then and then it makes sense because um, Steiner's yoked, you know, and he takes that piece of scaffolding, hits Bobby Lashley over the head, and at this point, we're in modern wrestling, but it's not not modern wrestling yet. So he hits him and it's over. You know, that's it. Yeah. He doesn't hit him 20 times and then he pops and then finish him with a super kick. Like, no, you know, he knocked him over the head with a piece of extra scaffolding and that's one, two, three. It was good. So before the next match, we kind of get um, Scott Steiner telling, telling Desmond Wolf uh, he's operating under prison rules. And I'm like, did they add a stipulation to this match and I didn't realize? Or, um, and then he's like, you've got to take out the you know biggest dog in the yard to prove yourself. And I'm like, do you not? Are we just gonna act like we don't know who Nigel McGuinness is? I was thinking the same thing. I, I, I started to text you like, hey, like, what type of match is this? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what? Like, yep. you know, with with um cod being our local go-to uh referee aficionado i was like oh, this is something i don't know about i've never heard yeah you know like 
prison rule yard backyard no holds you know barred what are we doing here yeah um so here so here we go it is a straight up wrestling match uh Kurt Angle versus <laughs> uh I I mean um I'll I'll let you start this one out Spoiler alert! It, it, it was a it just was a wrestling match. Um, Straight up, yeah. I enjoyed this. Again, I'm a purist. Um, it had spots where I mean, they weren't bad spots, but you know, it had spots where it kind of slowed up a little bit. But uh, I enjoyed this. Desmond Wolf and Nigel McGuinness was kind of your hard hitting. Um, I mean, that's how he is. He has a little bit of everything, but he's just uh, just gritty enough and heel enough to where, you know, it's hard nowadays to have a heel that can wrestle and get over and do moves like that, you know, without being like, you know, uh, go away heat or whatever, whatever. But yeah, I, I thought he was really good in this and there's nothing I need to say about Kurt Angle. He's Kurt Angle. Um, so I enjoyed this from top to bottom um this when i watched this i was like well if you have to wade through some of this stuff to get to these type of matches on this card it's well worth it and i you look back and you almost you know we get you have aj styles later but it's what you you do hit on earlier there's a lot of talent here you know and it was on for display and maybe they didn't do it this way or right in that way or this and that way but it was on the card and they were wrestling and this was this was a good match i really 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 enjoyed this yeah it it, it it's a dead heat for me spoiler between this and the main event um which shouldn't surprise anybody if you've even looked at this card before um it, i almost want to give it to this be, because you know, they've, they've shown video packages and they've done interviews throughout the night. And, you know, we even hit on one earlier where, um, you know, Desmond Wolf says that Angle doesn't know who he is, but he's been studying him. Um, and then there comes a point in this match where, um, where, you know, Desmond Wolf goes for, goes for, you know, like a Tower of London spot and Angle reverses it. And then his, his his offense from that point on changes completely. And I thought from a storytelling perspective, that was fantastic. Um, it shows that, yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't study your game, but at the same at the same time, like I want a gold medal with a broken with a broken freaking neck. You know, like I mean he's 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 one of the best to do it, you know, and yeah, I, I, I've said this on shows before. Kurt Angle may be, well, I think yes, he's probably the best. Well, well we're using non-wrestler, non-wrestler loosely because he is a wrestler, or, you know, a, a collegiate wrestler, you know, yeah. and, and Olympic gold medal, medalist. But he may be the best, like, free agent wrestler, as in, like, you know, outside of the wrestling business to come to wrestling because he has everything in the ring, which is fair, but he has everything on the microphone as well. Mm -hmm. And, again, 
going back to the storytelling, um, it's um, Angle wins this match. Um, he counters into a triangle and then just chokes him out. But um, toward towards the end here, um, it seemed like he was going for the ankle lock a little bit more than normal. But at, at, at the same time, because I because I ended up watching this match twice, it was that damn good. Um, it, it seemed to me like he was repetitively going for the ankle lock to bait him in, knowing that um, he didn't he didn't. He didn't study him, but, you know, Wolf knew everything that Kurt Angle was going to do. It seemed like that was very strategic, and it built on the story on the behalf of Angle. No, yeah, it, it made him look like a wrestling savant. Like, okay, well, I'll just call it on – not call on the fly, but I'll adjust my attack mm-hmm. on the fly. And for me, this was – this is my match of the night. The main event, obviously, is nothing to, to shake a stick at, yeah. but – if you give me one-on-one versus triple threat or tag, I'm going one-on-one every day of the week. I know it may be biased, but, you know, we go old-fashioned one-on-one, you can't beat. Yeah, and the more that I talk about this match and, you know, let's, let's, let's not forget, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, if there's somebody watching professional wrestling and – they're trying to get hooked, you know, you, you, you need a couple of things to fall into place to bring them back to watch a product. Okay. Storytelling is a huge part, part of that. If you're not telling a good story, nobody's going to come, come back to watch you. You know, I mean, that's all, I mean, I would, I, I venture out to say that, you know, WWE, it being sports entertainment, um, they do their best to build stories, you know, and um, I, t- I want to say that we've watched a couple of shows now in this, in this new series we're doing um, from a storytelling perspective. This is probably one of the best we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. This has everything. This is, this is the best, like I said, the best match on the card. Maybe in future videos, we can go back Cod, and do like a tournament of best matches on cards and break them down, you know, head to head to head or something like that. But this is a really good one. And like I said earlier, for all of the crap, not that we give TNA, but, you know, like on this card, or, and not that it was a crap card, no, by no means. But like I said, of all the stuff going on, this was the knight in shining armor, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, it's a quick promo from Samoa Joe in the back. Doesn't mean much. Um, so we're on to our main, main event. Um, AJ Styles defending the TNA World Heavyweight Championship against, against Daniels and Samoa Joe. Um, this is, and the big thing about this is that this is their, is their big, is their big money rematch from unbreakable four years prior, um, which the almighty Dave, Dave Meltzer gave a five star to. Um, Imagine that. Yeah. Um, you know, we we kind of showed our hand here. 
a little bit. Um, this match was was fantastic again. Um, yep. You know, and not to not to bury this too too much. Um, I think I think the way the card was structured, I think this was the only way to do it. Um, I think the third person in this match, though, added enough of a wrinkle in the card to show the difference and to like to like give you a break from like singles right to the triple threat for the main event. Um, I thought I no, thought, yeah, I thought it was good. No, yeah, I I I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think this was. It was almost like a triple threat refresher because it was refreshing to watch this in the way they did it. It wasn't, and again, you also got to think too, it's also from 2009 before we're full on modern wrestling, you yeah. know, before we get to like the third man who's outside at the apron looking in, waiting for his turn to do his spots. Yep. This is three guys wrestling, three damn good wrestlers. Um, uh, two of them ring of honor guys. And it was, it was just as good as the the wolf um, angle match. Yeah, I think I think you put them side side by side, and each match has its has its own thing going for it. Um, I think, like like I said, having the third man here really changes it up a little bit. Um, but I also think that um, the 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 promo that I skipped over before this match was, you know, the the bill for this match is Samoa Joe trying to turn AJ on on Daniels and vice versa to try to get yeah. them at each other to make his path to the title um, that that much more clear. Um, yeah. and and I think he does a great job in working that into the match um, as, as we go along um, and it ends up bite, biting him in the end, which is, which is kind of full circle. Good finish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to get to it. You know, whatever. Um, so uh, we get Christopher Daniels. He hits the, he hits the BME. It's the best moon moonsault ever. Um, but then AJ hits a 450. Um, both men hit their move on Joe. Um, and then both get the three. Um, which, again, great, great, great finish. And then um, you cut to the end. Um, Dan, Daniels is yelling at AJ, what, what kind of friend are you? Um, yeah. And then AJ yells back at him, I'm not your friend, I'm the champion. Like No, but but I mean it, it was done. It was done well. Like if we'd have told you like we're telling you now and you and you're listening, you're like, well, that doesn't sound right. Go watch yeah. it. Yeah. You you're you're not wrong for thinking that. That's what I would think too if someone told me, but go watch it. Yeah. Um reading reading reviews for this match, um, it came up a couple of times, but Ricky Steamboat, Rick, Rick Flair came up a couple of times. In yeah, the I mean, regard, it's got a little bit of that in there. In the, in, in the regard that um, normally when you get a big-time rematch like this, um, 
it normally doesn't live up to the expectations. Um, but I think, um, I think this is on the same level as their one from, from Unbreakable. Um, yeah. I, think, I think what made the Unbreakable match so, so much better is that it was so innovative for its time. It was guys that if you weren't a Ring of Honor guy, you know, or if you hadn't seen um, AJ Styles in the dying days of you know, WCW, you would never know that these three guys could do what they did. And I no. think that kind of helped that out a little bit. Whereas this, we're here in 2009 now, and you know what these guys can do. You know what they can put together in the ring. And they come in and they absolutely do it. Now, I personally like the Kurt Angle, Dez, demo match just a little bit better. Um, Me too. But like, but like you said earlier, it's, you know, it's a, it's a singles match versus a, versus a triple threat. Um, but there are just so many moments in, in this match um, that, that are fantastic. Um, obviously, if we went into every single spot, um, we would be here for another hour. And, I, and yeah. I think we've all got, you know, better, better things to do with our, with our day. Un, unfortunately. Um, but with that being said, the show closes. Um, and what works about the finish as well is it immediately sets up um, what would come the following month at, at Final Resolution, which would be the last pay-per-view before the Hulk Hogan era. And the main event would be AJ Styles defending against Daniels, which yeah. um, in, a, in, a, in a triple threat, it works like that when it's just very natural and the third guy didn't get pinned. It, it's, it's, it's nice when life, when life works out. Yeah, yeah. You, no, I, I agree with you. It's something, when you plan it and it works out, there's nothing wrong with it. So TNA Turning Point 2009, Jeff, what are your final thoughts? Uh, really solid pay-per-view, you know, but probably above average. If you're just taking it on its, on the, on the wrestling, on its wrestling chops, it's really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, they were smart in putting their best two matches at the end of the card. Tip typically. And we say, and we talk about this when we were talking about AEW, is you get these stacked cards and it's and it's and it's hit after hit after hit and it's just you know you just get exhausted at yeah. at, a, at a certain point. Um, yeah. I didn't feel like this here. I feel like we got set up with the uh, with the you know, co-main event and then the main event just hit it out of the park. I think it was a great way to end the show. I think. Um, two potential um, mat- match of the year candidates here in 2009, which yeah, yeah, heavy hitters. Yeah, I kind I, I see see now I, I kind of want to see what the match of the year was in 2009 because it's got to be fight of the year promotion TV. 
year to the year. Uh, oh, I should have looked at this beforehand. Right. Uh, best major show, best non-wrestler, best flying wrestler. Gosh, there's so much. Um, so if you had to watch one match again, Jeff, to kind of bridge the gap here while I'm searching for this. Um, oh, it, it's, it's definitely Desmond Wolf and, and Angle. Yeah, uh, 100%. Again, for the stuff that I like, um, I was all about it. Yeah, I I agree. So the match of the year in 2009 was WrestleMania 25. It was Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. That's fair. It's fair. fair. Yeah. It's fair. Um, So that is all we have for TNA Turning Point 2009. Um, when you next listen to us, um, we will be it's, – it's December. That means we're diving <laughs> deep into the Starcade vault here. Um, yeah. It's Starcade 1994, Triple Threat. Oh, God. All right, Matt, first match. <laughs> um, Jim Duggan defending the WCW U.S. Heavyweight Championship against Vader. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Hope, hope your are in tight. Um, that might be the match of the night. Uh, and on that note, uh, we we appreciate you listening to another another retro review here. Courtesy of the Wrestling Purists. If you like what you hear, you like what you watch, and you'd like to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash the WP. That's T-H-E-W-P. We have tiers now. Any support would be appreciated. You can also find us on Twitter. It's at the WP underscore pod. That's T-H-E-W-P underscore P-O-D. Once we get to 100 followers on Twitter, boom. We're going to be giving away this uh, pop of Xavier Woods, uh, courtesy of Up, Up, Down, Down. Um, You got to be one of the first hundred to subscribe, though. And like we said, next week's episode will be Starcade 1994, Triple Threat. Um, um, Until then, go support local wrestling, uh, like, share, and subscribe. Um, And above all, Stay pure. We'll see you next time.